I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. G'day there, guys, and welcome back to another episode of r slash Entitled People, the place we go to drown our sorrows when entitlement is running rife. As always, if you enjoy the content and you think it's worthy enough, smack that subscribe button if you haven't already. And of course, I hope you enjoy this episode. So, about 10 months ago, a guy goes down outside a strip mall store, has a medical alert bracelet on about a heart condition, paramedics get cold, which arrive quickly. Thanks, first responders. They show up in a four-door pickup with a bed shell, all fire engine red, flashing lights and sirens, fire department and paramedics all over the truck. They jump out and start hooking this guy up to blood pressure cuff, sticking the heart monitor pads to him, etc. Karen rolls up behind the paramedic's truck and starts screaming the truck cut her off at the intersection with lights and sirens. Then she demands the paramedic look at her as she melts down while he is starting CPR on the victim. The paramedic is ignoring her entirely, but has to get something from the truck. She blocks his way and gets moved aside as he goes to the truck. This is where Karen pulls out pepper spray, hoses the standing paramedic directly in the face, but she is not done. She sprays the second paramedic on the ground, and just for the trifecta, hoses down the heart attack victim, screaming he is too young to have a heart attack. I took it as my cue to remove her pepper spray and hold onto her with others until police arrive. Still, others are trying to help with CPR, while some try to wash out the eyes of the paramedics. The police arrive, Karen goes immediately into handcuffs, and then attempts to bite slash kick the police, which results in getting hogtied and her shirt pulled over her face, at which she starts screaming the R word. And the kicker, when the police arrest her, she starts with, Do you know who I am? Results are two counts of aggravated assault with weapon on paramedics, two counts of assault on police, one count of aggravated assault with weapon on the heart attack victim which survived, and resisting arrest with violence. She also is being sued by the heart attack victim for $10 million, which she apparently has. Her criminal trial is coming up. I bought a new suit for it, and my old ass will be there with bells on. Since the entire event is on video from two cameras, and who knows how many cell phones, it will be interesting to see what her high-powered legal team is going to cook up. But ultimately, I hope she will be convicted. Facing a possible 65 years, but practically will only get about 10 years maximum, if any prison time. As a side note, her husband is a bank vice president and refused to make her bail. Took her 13 days to get her family to bail her out. I'll try to update when the trial happens. And it just so happens they do update with that. Update. If you know how small town politics work, the only story anyone can remember was in the newspaper court slash legal notices. Karen did pretrial diversion, restitution, which was a donation to the city, drug, alcohol, and anger management classes, citizenship classes, etc. The only thing I could find out about the patient was, it was a chronic breathing and blood oxygen level thing, not a heart attack. 
I don't know about lawsuit since I have no part in that, and the paramedic I spoke with today wouldn't even give up a name so I could try Google. Patient confidentiality and all that. He corrected me. There was oxygen, a bag for pressure, heart monitor, oxygen saturation monitor, blood pressure monitor, IVs to administer drugs, pretty much all the toys, but never had to shock the patient. Just keep him breathing and oxygenated. That's all I know. And I guess that's all we're going to know about that one, so I'd say it's a pretty happy ending for everyone all around. I, 31 male, have a sister, 28 female, that has honestly been the golden child to my mother, but not my father, for as long as I can remember. My parents divorced when I was a teenager, because my mother cheated with an old high school ex-boyfriend, and has always been controlling, manipulative, and narcissistic. And sadly, my sister was like her little mini-me. Our mother also seems to believe that she had total authority over me anytime she so much as snapped her fingers. She would snap them and order me around like a dog. It was demeaning. And my sister always backed her up too. So no surprise I went to live with my dad full time after our parents split while my sister stayed with mom. The two of them were very alike and both pretty much stopped speaking with my father unless it was about money. Though I am more like my dad. My father was very business oriented and started teaching me how to do his line of work as soon as I was 16. I got pretty good at it and after 12 years of working for my father, I was made a partner in his company. Things were great, but then about 8 months ago, tragedy struck. My father had become somewhat immunocompromised due to being a heavy smoker for much of his life and died at only 60 years old after he caught COVID-19. I met my mother and sister for the first time in years after we had a socially distanced funeral for my father over video call. My father was cremated by his own request and buried in a local cemetery, so there was no body or casket. My sister seemed to grieve, but my mother looked indifferent the entire time, though I honestly was not surprised. The last time she saw my father, she screamed at him that he owed her more money and then threatened to sue him, to which he just laughed at her. He would pay alimony and child support as long as he was legally mandated to, and no more than that. And he even put 30k towards my sister's college fund. But 10 years after the divorce, he was no longer legally required to send mom money anymore because of the judge's ruling and she's by no means broke. She works the same job she has had for nearly three decades, fully owns the old family home that we used to share, and even rents out two of the rooms in it to Airbnb regularly. She is by no means hurting for money. Sometime after the funeral, my dad's will was read. Apparently he had figured that if his heavy smoking didn't eventually do him in, something else would, and even joked about it in a pre-recorded video. I was pretty much willed nearly all of his assets, from most of his money to his business and home. He left my sister a car, a 2015 Nissan Altima, and about 10k in cash. My mother only got one grand, and a few other items that she had been claiming were rightfully hers since the divorce. Beyond that, I got the rest, and my girlfriend now lives with me in the house that my father passed down to me. My sister pretty much went from finishing two years of community college, to living off her boyfriend, and only working part-time online for several years. And during that time she got pregnant, but suffered a traumatic miscarriage. I wasn't aware till after the funeral because we were practically no contact, and no one else told me. When lockdown hit, 
Her boyfriend's job started downsizing little by little, and eventually he was only able to stay on part-time, which hampered hers and his finances, to the point that he was telling her she needed to look for better employment as well, since he was trying to find a second job. And then she got pregnant. She claims her and her boyfriend were careful, but calls it her miracle baby. One evening, I got an unexpected knock at my door, and when I answered, I was unpleasantly greeted by both my mother and my sister. They both walked right in without even asking, and made themselves comfortable in my living room. My girlfriend and I shared a look of confusion, and I asked why they'd come by. My sister was giggling and looking all over, opening doors and seemingly giving herself a tour of my home. My mother had just plopped herself down on my sofa and snapped her fingers while demanding a cold bottled water. My girlfriend got the water for her and asked what they were here for. My sister seemed all giddy and just ignored me to continue snooping around my home. And before long, I heard her yell from down the hall, Mommy, it's perfect! Yes, she still calls her mommy. My mother finally spoke up and said, Well, I think it's time that you did your brotherly duty. To which I was like, What? My mother then proceeded to say, Now that your father is passed, this house should have gone to me since I was his only spouse. But you can still fix this. You make plenty of money and could just buy a new house. Your sister needs this one so much more since she's the one with the baby on the way. But if you were so determined on staying, you could just keep the one room and cover all of the bills until you decide to move out. My girlfriend and I read enough Reddit to know exactly where this is going and how it'd play out if I let it go on. So I guess you could say we were mentally prepared. I took a deep breath and stated aloud, that's not effing happening. You don't order me around, especially not in my own goddamn home. Yes, I make plenty of money, but like dad, I'm gonna save it for when I really need it. Not that you care. My mother started snapping her fingers at me like she used to and loudly stated, stop, I am your mother and you will do as I say because I brought you into this world and I'm the one in charge here. And as far as you're concerned, I am God. That means when I say jump, you say how high. This house is rightfully mine, and your sister will live here. Consider this your formal eviction, but since I'm gracious, I'll give you two weeks to pack your bags and transfer the deed to me. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, this can't be real. But then I just grabbed my cell phone and started dialing. My mother quickly stood up and yelled, what are you doing? And I retorted, I'm doing what I should have done as soon as this crap started. I'm calling the cops to get you out of my effing house. She started swiping at me and managed to knock my phone out of my hands. And then she proceeded to try and stomp on it, but I was quick enough to snatch it up before she could. That's freaking it. If you don't leave, I will force you out myself. My mother proceeded to slap me across the face, and I returned the favor twice as hard backhanded. So much so, I ended up knocking her back onto the couch. She held her hand over her reddening and smeared makeup face in total shock, and then yelled, How dare you! I went back to dialing on my phone and said that if she didn't leave, I would have police come and remove her by force. My sister came barreling in between us, holding her arms out, and saying that I should just do the right thing for once in my life and be a good big brother. I snapped and said, oh really? I'm the bad sibling? Last I checked, I was the one who had to work for a living since I was a teenager. I had to do all the chores in the house while you just sat in your ass playing video games or talking with your friends all day. 
and you used to steal my hard-earned money just to go out shopping after you spent all of your allowance. You are a complete mooch and thief, so I don't owe you crap. Now both of you get out before I decide to dial this last number. My sister started to tear up crying like a baby and said, Mommy, make him stop. My mother began hugging her and kissing her cheeks while giving me a death glare. Then she seemed to think she had gotten smart and said, you know, if you do call the police, I can just tell them that you hit me. And who knows, I could maybe say to everyone that you wanted to do a lot worse to a poor pregnant girl in need. I don't think that'd be a very good thing for your... I cut her off with a raised hand and said just stop. If you hadn't noticed, my girlfriend is over there and has had her phone out recording almost this whole time. And that means we have recorded evidence of you assaulting me first and openly stating that you would lie to the police. I don't think that'd be so good for your reputation at your job or your little Airbnb. If looks could kill, my mother would have blew me up like a tactical nuke, but she quickly deflated and started dragging my crying sister out by the arm. My sister was somehow acting like a complete toddler and broke loose of our mother's grip to sit down on my porch step and have a tantrum. I just gave my mother a look and said, Do you see now? This is the result of the spoiled way you raised her. She glared at me again, and then I was treated to a show of my mother trying to drag my sister off of my porch steps. But she latched onto the porch handrails and kept saying, You promised me! Over and over again. I let out a cackle and told both of them from the door to never come back. My mother flipped me the bird and then went back to trying to drag my sister off the porch. It took a few minutes, but she finally got my sister to get up and leave with her by saying I am a cruel, heartless idiot who will go to hell for this. I laughed some more and said that there is also a special place in hell for liars and narcissists who try to manipulate others to get their way. My mother clenched her fists and was about to say more when I just held up my smartphone again with it recording and said, The clock is ticking, Mum. Get off my property. My mother then walked my sister to the car, gave me one last snooty look, and drove off. I thought that was the end of it, but letting things go was never something my mother would do. After a few days, I started getting messages from people that I know and some relatives online. A lot of them were furious with me, but others just had questions about what was going on. I tried to check my Facebook, but couldn't see anything they were saying because my sister and mother both blocked me on their social media. But my girlfriend could still see everything because they kept their profiles set to open. We screenshotted everything and then printed some of it out. Both of their profiles had posts that called me a greedy, heartless idiot who stole the house that was meant to be my sister's inheritance right out from under her by paying off the lawyer who handled my dad's will which is a complete and utter lie, and they both know it. I called my lawyer, who was also my father's lawyer and a trusted family friend, and gave him copies of all the screenshots from Facebook and the video my girlfriend had recorded the day my mother demanded my house. He wanted to just write a formal C&D, but I wanted to take it further than that. And he sent them a letter I told him to write via express mail that had to be signed for. So I know they got it. My mother called me in an absolute fury the same day the letter was delivered. I told her that if she and my sister didn't redact all of the untrue social media posts that they made about me and tell the absolute truth, I would send all of the information I have to the whole family, her boss, and upload the videos that we'd recorded of her online. 
and then I would sue her on top of it. She called me unreasonable and that she just did what she did for my sister's sake and then went into a full-blown lecture, reiterating her belief that my sister still needs my house more than me. I bluntly stated that I didn't care what she thought, and if she didn't redact everything and tell the truth, I would make sure her career would be over. She begrudgingly said, fine, you win, have it your way and keep the frickin' house, before hanging up the phone. That very evening, all of the lying posts disappeared from both their profiles, I was unblocked, and my mother gave me and everyone else a half-assed apology, claiming that she jumped the gun with everything she said because she thought my sister needed my house more than me because she is broke and pregnant. But the house was rightfully mine according to my father's will, and she knew that even before my father passed away, so she had no right to try to claim it. As for my sister, she also apologized, but more or less just parroted everything our mother said while claiming that she just went along with her ideas. And then she blamed what she did all on our mother and her pregnancy hormones. The replies poured in for some time on both my mother and sister's profiles, many furious with them trying to take my house. I got a lot of messages of sorries and my bads from those who had previously believed her. But all it really did was show me who was more on her side to begin with, since they were all believing her nonsense so quickly. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. They were mostly people from her side of the family anyway. No one on my father's side believed her at all and openly said so. My sister and her boyfriend ended up moving in with our mother to save money, but she put them in the basement to keep her Airbnb running and my sister started crying on social media that she can't live upstairs. And I'm pretty sure the two of them were fighting with each other because all my sister did after that is complain online. And my mother barely posted anything on her social media anymore because of the previous stunt that she had tried. And for those of you who have read this far, it is not the end of the story. Stay tuned for the rest soon. And what would you know, that's coming right now. Now, you all know from my last post that my mother tried to act like she's in charge of my life and also acted like my house was hers to give away. Well, that ended very badly for both her and my spoiled sister because I threatened to expose them. And that whole incident inspired me to get cameras for my house inside and outside. My dad was old school. He didn't care for cameras at home. Hell, he didn't even care for TV, save for the occasional movie. He mostly enjoyed his scotch with a cigarette and a good book. But now I own this house, and cameras were a very needed upgrade. 
And just in case, my girlfriend and I didn't tell anybody outside of our close friend circles about them, and those that do know were sworn to secrecy and kept their word. A couple of weeks had gone by without any word from my mother or sister other than what I was seeing on my sister's social media. She was constantly complaining about having to live in our mother's basement, and I'm pretty sure she was making our mother miserable for it, but what came next surprised me. I got a frantic call from my sister, saying that her boyfriend was questioning whether or not he was the father of her pregnancy, and he was threatening to leave without a paternity test. My sister swore up and down to me that she has always been faithful to him, and I admit I believed there was a chance she could be lying because our mother's own past affair made our father question our paternity as well. So I suggested that they get a DNA test, but my sister just babbled about how they don't have a lot of money. I offered to pay for it as long as she didn't come to me asking for money or favors often. She quickly agreed. I arranged for the test and even shelled out extra to make sure that we got the test results ASAP. But it would still take a few days. I hadn't yet met my sister's boyfriend, but when I did, I started to understand a bit more. He is half Hispanic, and my mother, though not open about it, is quite the closet racist, something she got from my grandparents, sadly. I decided to try and talk to the guy and took him out for a beer, and while at the pub, he spilled his guts to me. He said that my mother had been whispering in his ear about how my sister is just like her, and she had cheated before so my sister might have as well. This made him have doubts that grew every day, and he said he wasn't sure my sister didn't cheat or get pregnant on purpose to try and baby trap him so she won't have to work any more than she already does with her little part-time online sales job. Sadly, I knew he was probably right about the latter, but other than that, he has described her as a completely different person when she's not around our mother, but ever since they've been living in my mom's basement, she has become more and more like a child. After what I saw at my house, I wholeheartedly believed him. So I asked if he has suggested she get therapy. He admitted he has wanted to, but didn't have the money, and had been walking on eggshells around her and our mother for a while, so he never talked about it. Well, I guess that made some brotherly instincts I didn't know I still had kick in, because I started to realize if I was going to have a niece or nephew, I couldn't live with them or be raised by my mother. So I did the only thing I could think to do. I told him that if the DNA results came back positive, I'd offer him a job and training at the company that I now own. He quickly agreed because he doesn't want to live with my mother any more than he has to. Well, the day of the DNA test results coming in the mail came pretty fast, but my sister called me saying they weren't in the mail that she had gotten that day. I asked who got the mail from the P.O. box, and she answered that it was our mother. That pretty much confirmed my theory she was trying to force out my sister's boyfriend. But since I don't, and never really have trusted my mother, with my sister's consent, I preemptively got to the clinic to send a copy of the DNA results to my address as well. And they did come in the mail that same day. I called my mother and asked if she had taken the DNA test results. The following conversation is more or less what I recall since it wasn't recorded. I say, hello mum. I heard that sis's DNA test didn't come in the mail today. And she says, oh, uh, yes, but it could be here soon. I say, did you take it? I know it arrived today as I paid to have it set as priority mail. What? How dare you accuse me of such a thing? I would never. Okay then. I guess I'll just bring over the backup copy that was sent to me. B-b-b-backup copy? Yeah. 
I had one sent to me as well that same day since I paid for it. Sis gave her okay and everything. I guess I'll just call her then and we'll meet up. And mum says, wait, that's not Ness. Click. I hung up the phone and called my sister right away. I picked up my sister and her boyfriend from my mother's house and drove to a local diner restaurant. And there we opened the envelope together. Sure enough, the test results were positive. My sister's boyfriend was so happy that he actually asked her if she'd want to marry him. And she said yes like half a dozen times. The little vindictive part of me was just waiting to see my mother's face when she got the news. But what happened next honestly shocked me. When I took my sister back home, hers and her boyfriend's stuff was in the process of being put out onto the lawn by a few men that we didn't recognize. My sister froze with a look on her face that I had never seen before. Our mother came huffing outside in a rage while holding the DNA test results that she claimed never arrived and began verbally tearing into my sister. She said, How could you make a baby with that racial slur? I thought your dating him was just a stupid phase, but now you're gonna have his baby and marry him? I would have been sort of okay with having his little idiot around if you weren't raising it in my home and racial slur wasn't around anymore, said while pointing at sister's boyfriend. Sister says, but mommy, I, no buts young lady. I demand you abort that little word I do not want to use from your belly right now or leave my house at once. Then she turns to me while snapping her fingers and said, And you, I hope you're proud of yourself. I tried to make this family normal, but you wouldn't do as I say like a good son should, and now all my plans are ruined. You're all a bunch of racial slur. Meanwhile, my sister was on her knees in the grass and holding her belly crying, I can't, I can't. My mother then actually grabbed my sister's hair and was poised, ready to take a swing at her. But one good glare from me, and she froze in place, and then rigidly lowered her arm. So she just let out a loud growl and stormed back into her house screaming, She's your problem now, Craigle. I no longer have any children. That night, I put up my sister and her boyfriend in a hotel till a friend of my lawyer that works in real estate helped arrange an apartment for them ASAP. And like I promised, I gave my sister's boyfriend a job. He is new and pretty much starting at the bottom rung, but he's a quick learner. It'll take a while, but I'll get him in a good position and he's very happy to work for me. My sister is now in therapy paid for by my company's insurance and has already started to act more mature than I've ever seen her. She has stopped referring to our mother as mummy and has even started talking about her the way I do. She came to me recently and said she is working harder now and told me I was right about her being a spoiled mooch and she's gonna work hard to be a good mother and provider for her child. Her therapist seems to really be doing a great job. As for my mother, well, she actually drove up to my house in broad daylight when no one was home and broke several of my front windows with large rocks that she had in a metal bucket. And the rocks had racial slurs written all over them, but thanks to those cameras I put in, she was caught pretty easily. I had the footage in police hands the same day. I didn't bother to ask for repayment for the damages she caused. The windows were old anyway, and it just gave me the excuse to remodel. But I hella pressed charges and even got a restraining order. She is not allowed within 500 feet of me or my property. She also took quite the downfall online, as I had a dash cam in my car that picked up everything my mother said and did that evening that she kicked my sister out. And this time, I did show it to the rest of the family, and my sister also told pretty much the same story on her Facebook. That has pretty much destroyed my mother's remaining image to her side of the family, 
so she's not really speaking much to any of them anymore. My mother didn't lose her job or anything because I didn't go that far. She is not set to retire for another decade or so, but some of her more petty relatives started submitting fake bad reviews for her Airbnb. And now she's probably losing customers. I have heard from one of the few relatives she's still talking to that she is pretty depressed and looking like a shell of her former self now. Whoa, that was a long story. But I really hope you guys enjoyed that one. Tell me what you think of it down in the comments below. There was a lot of twists and turns in this one, but I've gotta say, I'm very happy for OP, and I'm very glad that it ended the way it did. Now I hope you guys have a good day, night, sleep, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.